Yeah, I should have mentioned there somewhere that when he plays with Black Label Society, he plays in a kit. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, they don't have any of those wind machines up big there. Big old stage. motorcycle boots and a kilt. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s and the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I am Eric, your host for this episode, and joining me, as always, is my co-host Jason. What's going on, Jason? Hey, bud. Glad to be here. Man, inching closer to the top. I know. I know. Uh, we're continuing our season two list of our favorite guitar solos of all time. We're currently uh, near the top of our list for the solos of the 90s. Uh, this episode, we're up to number the number four song. And we're talking about Joe Satriani and his summer song. Behind the Music. Summer Song was released in 1992 as the second single from Joe Satriani's Grammy-nominated fourth studio album, The Extremist, which reached number five on the U.S. Billboard Mainstream Rock Chart. Joseph Satriani, or Satch as he's known in the music world, is an American rock guitarist, composer, songwriter, and guitar instructor. He was inspired to play guitar at age 14 after hearing of the death of Jimi Hendrix, uh, Satriani heard the news during football practice, where he then announced to his coach at the time that he was quitting to become a guitar player. Wow. He graduated high school in 1974 and soon after moved from his home state of New York to Berkeley, California to pursue a music career. Um, but while he was attending high school and college, he taught guitar occasionally. Uh, his most famous student at, at the time was Steve Vai, who we just mentioned a couple mm -hmm. episodes ago. Uh, they went to the same high school together. After moving to California, uh, Satch resumed his teaching job where his, his more notable students included Kirk Hammett of Metallica, David Bryson of Counting Crows, Kevin Cadigan of Third Eye Blind, Larry Lalonde of Primus, Alex Skolnick wow. of Testament, and Rick, Rick Hunault of Exodus. Wow. That's quite a, that's quite a lineup there. Yeah, no uh, kidding. And it, makes you, <laughs> it makes you wonder all the guys he taught that didn't end up in a band. <laughs> True, yeah. <laughs> He's recorded 18 solo albums and has the dubious distinction of having the fourth most Grammy nominations at 14 without it winning the award at all. Uh, he has sold wow. over yeah, he has sold over 10 million albums, making him the best-selling instrumental rock guitarist of all time. Um, in 1996, Satriani founded G3, a concert tour intended to include a rotating trio of guitarists. The original lineup featured Satriani, Steve Vai, and Eric Johnson. Uh, the G3 tour has continued periodically since its inaugural version, with Satriani the only permanent member. Uh, in 2008, he joined the supergroup Chickenfoot, along with Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony, and Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and they recorded two albums. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, and they haven't put anything out in 12 years. 
Um, funny side story about Chicken Foot. That was my son's first concert that I ever took him to. Oh, nice. Uh, we went to Chicken Foot, and as the lights went down, of course, you know, at a rock concert, when the lights go down, the smoke goes up. Yeah. Uh, and the, the lights went down, and we, we start smelling it, and that's my son's first question. What's that smell, Dad? Don't worry, son. Don't worry, <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Let's get personal. If I remember correctly... We discovered Satriani by ordering his debut cassette out of a magazine called Guitar for the Practicing Musician in 1986. I, I, several shows back, I talked about how we would mm-hmm. order uh, music out of, out of magazines of guitar players that we had never heard. Um, and just, you know, took a shot and ordered it and listened to it when it got in, you know, came in the mail. Satriani was one of those. And we uh, bought his his cassette out of, a, out of a magazine and that's how he discovered him uh, his next album was in 1987 and that's when he really hit the mainstream he had a couple of videos on MTV um, and I played that cassette nonstop. Um, he's always been one of my favorite guitar players um, I've actually tried to take a couple of his online lessons but he's so technical and music theory oriented <laughs> Uh, being the hack that the hack that I am, I get pretty lost pretty quick in those lessons. Gotcha. Um, and it's kind of it's been said several times that if you've heard one Joe Satriani album, you've heard them all <laughs> because everything starts sounding <laughs> the same. Uh, while that may be true, I I regularly can put on an album of Joe Satriani, and I, and I do just about once a week if I need to focus or concentrate on something. I love listening to him play. Um, so, you know, that's my, that's my history with him. Do you have any kind of history with Joe Satriani? I just a little bit. I have heard him a few times over the years. Uh, this song in particular, I can sing the main hook in my head. When you mentioned the song, I know the song. I I remember the, the music video on MTV. It was like a bad bugle boy ad with a, (laughs) They're at a yes. local demolition derby. You know? yes, yes. You got to go out and watch the music video, people, if you've never seen it Beautiful before. Boy. That's it amazing. Is. That's so it's, true. What's amazing is, so I remember that some of the images and stuff, and I went ahead and and, uh, and watched it in preparation for the show. And there's some, like, he there's some uh, places where he's, like, leaning up against the outer wall there where the demolition derby's going on. He's just playing away and... Boom! This car comes up, smashes the wall like right beside him. He doesn't jump an inch. You know, I'd be like, "Whoa!" You know, that was too close, Mister Director. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, no, it's it's such a it's a funny video, but that's uh, great. I I really haven't listened to him too much over the years. My friend, the uh, the drumming friend, I've mentioned a couple times this season. Yeah, I think he had surfing with the alien. Yes, and we. I remember listening to a few songs off of there, uh, in particular. But I've never really owned any albums or, right, uh, you know, dove into his catalog. But that's a shame. He's the uh, Susan Lucci of the <laughs> Yeah, he's up no. there with uh, with a Snoop Dogg at uh, fourteen nominations. And, oh, really? And no yeah. Wins. Interesting. So, yeah. But yeah, that's I'm just a little little history with him the breakdown so while i enjoy listening to this entire song it's on i actually have it i have a driving playlist uh, in spotify that i'll play if i want to drive really fast and reckless on the highway <laughs> <laughs> makes sense and uh, mm-hmm. and this song is on it so i love i love the song my favorite part of it though has to be 
the breakdown in the middle where it's just him doing some you know, some really slow legato licks. Uh, and then he goes right back into a solo that, that that does the outro of the song. That's my favorite part of the song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there are several other long runs in the middle where he goes from one end of the fretboard to the other that are just, they're not just, you know, they're not just how fast can I do this, but they're very tasteful, but they cover mm-hmm. the entire neck of the guitar. Um, and when this first, when, when this album first came out, I spent a lot of time <laughs> trying to learn some of those parts, some of those runs. And that's that's kind of how I, you know, I develop my own licks off of playing his because I can't play his licks whatsoever. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. That's uh, you know he's he out of the three guitarists that we've talked about this season that are you know like him, Steve Vai, Eric Johnson. You can, I think you and I have talked about before that if you can sing or hum a guitar solo, yeah, they've done a good job. And out of the three, he's the one that you can do that with the most. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he's, definitely, you know, he 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 definitely has a hook to all of his songs as opposed to just jumping in and playing and making the whole song a solo. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And like, and, and like you said, I can sing that hook in my head. Like if, if you say summer song in my head, I'm singing that hook. Yeah. 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 See? Yeah. I agree though. Yes. Yes. Steve Vai is more just, let me do as much as I can in this song. <laughs> and true, Eric though. Johnson, Eric Johnson's all about the patterns. I mean, yeah. he's so pattern oriented. But I do like out of the three, I do like Satriani the best because he yeah. he has these like complete thoughts in the song, even in the solo, that are just way beyond repeating a pattern three or four times. You know, yeah. he he really develops the song a lot more. Gives you different like I said, like different thoughts as you're right. listening to the song versus just going back to certain things and stuff. So as far as, you know, guitar instrumentalists go, I'm not, like I said, I'm, I'm that's really not my style of music, but if I had to choose one, it would be him. Right. Definitely. And I've, I've read, I've read interviews where he's has said before that he, even though there's no vocal, you know, vocal part to his songs, he approaches songwriting uh, the same way. Like there's gotta be, Chorus, yeah, it's got to be, and it verse. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and, and you can hear that in the way he, in the way his songs are structured and broken down. So. Yeah, especially this song. I mean, you, oh yeah, it's yeah. really plus, good. Plus, plus, it'll make you drive really fast. Really fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just crash into other cars like they do in the music video. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Bugle boys and a white t-shirt. Oh man, you're set with this song. Convertible oh in a convertible down the highway. Yeah. I forgot how bugle boy that video was. It's true though. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe Satriani comes in at number four in our countdown of the top 25 solos of the 90s. I got uh, I got a handful of bonus songs for you. Okay. So from his 1998 album, Crystal Planet, uh, we have a song called Raspberry Jam, which uh, might be one of my, it's probably my top three Joe Satriani songs. Um it's one of my top three jams. So, uh. <laughs> Raspberry Jam. <baby. laughs> uh, uh, from his 2004 album, Is There Love in Space, is a song called If I Could Fly. Okay. And then uh, in the early 80s, he was in a band called Squares. They're very pop punk uh, with a little Van Halen thrown in. Okay. Uh not, I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a it's a niche sound, but I but I like it. So I'm gonna play a song by them. It's called "Give It Up." 
So those are your bonus songs. Uh, if you have Spotify Premium, which we recommend, stay tuned and you're going to hear all those bonus songs in their entirety as soon as we shut our yaps. Uh, free Spotify users, you're going to hear about 30 seconds and then be mad that you don't get to hear the rest of them. <laughs> uh, outside of Spotify, you're going to have to go check out the song clip links in our show notes to find links to those songs in your favorite music app. Uh, give us your thoughts on today's episode via social media. You can find us on Twitter at Greatest List, or you can head over to our website, greatestlistpodcast.com, and you can stream this episode or all any and all of our episodes. And of course, we're also available on your favorite podcast listening app. Jason, we'll be back in charge in our next episode for the number three song. Mm-hmm. We won't give any hints. We'll, we'll leave the top three as silent. You know, we, we won't spoil them. Although it feels like rain. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Greatest List. We look forward to continuing our countdown in the next episode. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.